This is the Chris Dunn Health and Fitness Podcast. Okay, welcome back. We're on episode eight of uh, the Chris Dunn Health Fitness Podcast. So um, as promised today, we have a special guest. Um, we have Mr. Ray Casson. So uh, Ray's a good friend of mine and he agreed to, to come on the show today and tell us all about what he does. So Ray is, um, for anyone locally that knows him, Ray is the running man. Ray, uh, he recently, well, look, I'll let, I'll let him tell you. So um, welcome to the show, Ray. Cheers, Chris. Thanks very much. Great to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you, Ray. So, um, look, if you just start off every guest with just a bit of a, a background, so um, you can go back as far as you like, you can, um, and just tell the listeners how you got started with your running and, and where it stemmed from. Yeah, I suppose, well, the running actually stemmed from, uh, I suppose, when I, was, when I was a kid, and I was involved in athletics from, I suppose, the age of 11, 12 up as far as uh, 16 uh, in Pop and Tree Athletic Club in Ballymun where I grew up and that's where the running stems from. Uh, I would have also been involved in, in soccer before I went to the club in Ballymun I was involved in soccer with Home Farm so sport was always it was always there in the early years in the 80s growing up thank god sport was there because mm. it was a difficult difficult time mm. to grow up especially in Ballymun something to do uh, something to do exactly so, um, so yeah the sport was there and um, look, you grow up and, and uh, played soccer down for Ballymun and then moved out. When we moved out to the league in 2003, I was involved in, uh, I, I played as well, I played for the league. But when that kind of finished and tapered away, I got involved with the, um, the juvenile section in, in the, the league mm. um, AFC. So, I mean, I think, I'd, I think I'd six years there coaching with kids, picking up a few coaching badges and coaching kids. Uh, one group in particular, well, the only group I had, I, I, I had them from a real early age, from the nursery, and then they went into, in school wise, they went into first class. But I had that group right through till they finished yeah, primary yeah. school. Um, over the years, we were very in and out with form. I suppose it depended on the leagues we were in. They were, they were some were really tough leagues, so we were getting hockeyed each week. But we found, <laughs> you know, we found, yeah. we found a happy medium. They were really good lads, good kids, kids. And by the time we finished it, when they were in sixth class, we had finally got ourselves a league title. You know, mm-hmm. so that was great. Yeah. So now, it, everyone that knows you around here now just sees you. You get God knows where you to. You be out running the roads. Um. So you're major into the, the running scene now. You've you recently clocked up your 100 marathon. Yeah, I ran the hundred marathon. The day I did my first with you, that was your one hundred. So yeah, that was a nice combo. Yeah, that was down in Avondale for us. So the hundred marathon came up um, this year. But like, so that sorry that that just didn't happen. Like I mean, you had to if you wanted. To, where did you start? You decided to just start running and. Well, look, I mean, <clears throat> when I was coaching the kids in 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 the football club, like I was ballooning out to a silly weight you know I ended up I ended up not far off. I was 16 stone 10, 10 at my heaviest mm-hmm. and really even though I was a fit youngster you know in the later years <coughs> uh, you know just for whatever reasons I just I, I wasn't looking after myself and uh, I was look I was 16 10 and I suppose the deepness of the running that that, that I did love came back and thankfully it came back <coughs> Um, because then I could bring it back into my yeah. my daily life and the whole lot. So I got going, um, I got going around two thousand and ten with the running, but it was a slow burner for a long, long time. Like I was doing very, I was running like I was running on my own, Chris. I was very conscious of my weight, of probably being seen, of all this kind of stuff. And I used to go to Bellewstown Racetrack. 
Now I love the place. I love up there. I love running up there. It's just so tough, but you can get away from stuff. And yeah. for me at that time, it wasn't just get away. It was it was hide away. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but that's right on. But then it got dark. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, it got dark in run. October and the whole lot, and I had to come back down over there. And then I would by that by the time I got out of there, I was up around five k, six k. So I had to go a little bit further around mm. around the Commons area. People will know the Commons area. I'd, I'd, go around there but I was making all the usual mistakes that people make when they start out running running like every day too fast too f- well I wouldn't say too <laughs> yeah. fast I don't think I've ever clocked that one up but um, uh, yeah but you know and, and then of course uh, the Lugan District Electric Club got started and I went down there didn't know what to expect on the first night and you know there was I think there was 13 or 14 other, other people there and um, that had a huge impact on my life then mm. at that point for the next four or five years. So um, uh, I picked up a couple of coaching badges there and coached there for, for a good period. And um, uh, yeah, some, some great times there. But by the time I finished up with the guys there, in my last coaching gig there would have been January, February of last year. Yeah. Um, so finished out the year and uh, yeah, really good time there as well, you know. Brilliant. So like... Did you know from when you started running, did you, like as tough as it was, did you know that you had a mental toughness? Because obviously it takes some serious mentality to get 100 marathons done, like, you know, and you've ran many more half marathons and other races. Like, did you, did, from them early days of running up in Bellas did you realise you had a, a, a positive mentality for it or a toughness? No, no, it, it's just, I just, I knew running up around there and the fact that I was back running, mm. I was feeling really good about myself, you know. Um, I never thought that I would be at the stage I'm at now in my endurance. Never for one moment did I think that. Um, what would have been in the back of my mind would have been the Dublin Marathon. Hmm. Um, and that particular year, I watched the highlights of the Dublin Marathon and I'm going next year, next year, you know. Um, it didn't happen next, <laughs> It didn't happen the following year. I think it was the year after it happened. But... Um, I was probably a little bit afraid to go and sign up for it, you know. I, yeah. yeah, certainly I, the confidence level would not have been where it needed to be. I was still working on that aspect of things. Um, but certainly the goal of a marathon was, was certainly there. And then when I did start running them, uh, initially they were, they were like, uh, the first one was, I think it was 2012, Dublin, I went to Connemara following April and then back to Dublin again a year later so they were they were my first three marathons and I suppose a year or two after that then I um, I was involved in 10 marathons in 10 days of the east of Ireland yeah <laughs> as um, you do yeah well look funny funny thing about that actually I smashed my finger in the car door in February I think it was of 2014 and uh, that put me out of work for a good few weeks. Right. So as it turned out, when I went, this kind of thing was getting out there. And uh, as it turned out, I had a load of holiday time to take by the time I did go back to work. So it fit nicely. I could have the family holiday in the summer and I could still get this kind of uh, time off to to do this, which for me was like, this would be the, my Olympics. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm not a front of the pack run or be middle and back end of the pack runner but the, the thing about endurance is um, it demands so much of you and that challenge in itself was was really really difficult to achieve 
Um, but I wouldn't have been able to do it without the support of the legal district at yeah. the time because they were absolutely amazing and helped me along the way. You know? Yeah, well, it's I think for anyone that hasn't ran at all, I mean, you might just listen to you and go, ah, oh, yeah, you know, you see people doing maritons and, and maritons one after another, but, I mean, for, for someone like me, like I'm, I consider myself fairly fit and I've ran my first maritons and I went with you and once you've done one and then you, you look back at what you're after doing, I think it's really when, when I'm sitting back going, wow, that's... It really is amazing achievements, but like you've also just recently, if you want to touch on the the hundred miles that that happened recently, and it didn't happen the first time round, did it? No, um, and the clocking up of the marathons, incidentally, Chris, as well. Like that's that's all while I've been training for other longer stuff. Mm. So I mean, I haven't been chasing the number one hundred. It's great that it comes around. I could have got it sooner, but I mean, I wasn't chasing marathon after marathon. The marathons were part of my training, so that's how yeah. they were clocked up. But it's great to get to a hundred marathons. The 100 miles, yeah, I mean, I'm chasing this one a little bit longer. I'm, I'm, I, I, I DNF'd, which may, would, would mean in endurance terms or any terms really, is did not finish. I had I had two of them. I'd won in, I think it was 2015. I went around for a 100 miler down there and I got the 40 miles and I was a, um, a, few, a few issues that have kind of plagued me <laughs> yeah. over the years. Um, uh, <laughs> I'd be conscious of what time people would listen to this at, so we won't go into Yeah, it. yeah, what the problems um, were. Uh, but uh, 40 miles so uh, yeah we were, I was on the way home very early in that one and then I put a lot of time a lot of effort and yourself included into Connemara last year and I was just really unfortunate with that one it was just really really bad bad luck mm-hmm. as it turned out I had picked up an infection in the in the lead up in the days in the days leading up to it obviously you know, I knew nothing about it it didn't manifest itself there, you know, as your would. body's under pressure. Yeah, but the GP told me in a couple of days after that, no, right, that's that's an infection, and you know how you got to that stage, seventy-five miles mm. is is remarkable, really. So it was a decent effort. <laughs> it was a decent effort, but I mean, I look, Chris, I was good. I really, really was. Uh, it was everything was right. The, the conditioning here with you on Forge Fitness was spot on. I mean, I remember hooking up with you for the first time and I just said look Chris I mean I know these sessions are tough and I want them tough and um, it, when it looks like I'm about to give it up or yeah. not have any more please just throw something else in there and you've done that every time and I would hope you never actually said it to me you can say it to me now if you want <laughs> but uh, I think I responded you know but I did because I know I know I did because when I was stood on the start line of that 100 last yeah, year I was in the best condition and shape of my life and that included when I played for Ballymun United yeah. in the 20s you know um, but I mean you have to be if you're going to tackle a 100 mile yeah, course you've no liking up there if you're it's, and people underestimate it even people run the marathons half marathons 10 miles the whole lot you know the first thing that goes is your car mm. your head might go and if you've trained right your legs don't go your legs will hang on you know um, uh, but your car will go if yeah. you have a weak car it's just a knock on knock on effect to everywhere else you know even confidence and you're running you're yeah. probably some lads running girls running for time it's a confidence thing if your back is up and you're straight and you're upright and you're moving you're moving quick you know it's 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 a great confidence mm. because uh, you know going in the right direction and being strong strong of it but um yeah again then this year we we look when i dnf last year it was i was going back i had to go back because you can't run the Connemara 100 miles anywhere else on the planet. No. That's where it's at. And um, I was, I was by this time now, going back this year, we're what? What, two years? Yeah. 
on this event yeah on this one event everything else is just to get ready for this training went really well again this year um and i don't know i was probably i wouldn't say less bothered going into it i was just probably yeah probably just less giving a shit about it really but still still caring about it it was just i had to get it done this time but this time around if this had been my first time going there mm. with the with the issues I had this time, I certainly would have dropped. Yeah, would have pulled there. Yeah, um, we took eight rain. We took eight hours rain, seven and a half hours rain for a good middle part of the day, and the feet were just destroyed, um, blister wise. And yeah, you know, we get them around the toes, which are grand because we can deal with them. They're common ones, but when you start getting them on the insides of the heels and the bottom yeah, of the feet, it's nasty. It's nasty, nasty. But I got yeah. to seventy miles before I started walking and. Um, uh, it was a death march from then home, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you consider I went through the marathon, the marathon in like probably five hours and fifty-five, forty-five, I think it was, from from the start of the mar- marathon stage. But the last marathon in the hundred mile, it took me ten and a half hours. So oh, that will tell you. Yeah, how long the pace went. Yeah, yeah. Deadly. So at least you got that done. Well, let me cut it back a bit now. So like. For anyone, like many people listening, many people around here follow you now and, and, and how to run. So you've got so many people that I suppose just want to know where to start. How do you start? Like, I mean, you've got a lot of people, the same as you said earlier on, that you didn't like people seeing you running. You'd go somewhere else to run, you know. So if there's people sitting at home listening that just this year or sometime is going to be their time to start, what, how would you advise them to start or where would they start? Well, it's like most things when you're probably they're trying to give up something. It could be the fags, it could be... You know, drink could be anything. Yeah. Could be certain fills and the whole lot. You just have to make the decision within yourself that it's something you want to do and that you are going to do it. So I would always say, pick a date, pick some time when you know something's coming up and it's a time that you can. It's a realistic time that you want to get started. So it plays in the head a little bit. It's with you long. It's it, it's not a rash decision. Yeah. You're thinking about it on walk. You could be thinking about it at home. You're going, well, that's, this is the time, this is the time. And then the time will come around, the date is there, and off you go. Um, yeah, I mean, beginning properly is, is key because you can get turned off at this spot really, really quick, you know, it's, if it's, it's tough, not done like, right, I mean, you know. People see people um, running every day, but yeah, it is hard. Yeah, it, it is. It, it can be difficult, but look, there are loads of, loads of athletic clubs around the place and there's loads of couch to 5Ks. My, my own one's gone as well, so um, any couch to 5K programme is a beginner's programme, mm. so you shouldn't have any issue uh, where they are. Just, you know, get down and you would not be the only person on the first night who is probably feeling a little bit insecure about yeah. being there, um, uh, afraid of, of, am I going to be the last person? All these little things that people think are little things, but they are big, massive challenges. Yeah. They are challenges in themselves, you know, and they are challenges I had, Chris. Um, and thankfully, I got over them and I was able to set myself, and anybody can do this. Once you hit one challenge, mm-hmm. you set the next one. And it's just all stepping stones and you just keep going and um running is a wonderful sport it, it gives so much back to you not alone just from a mental aspect of things but health and fitness mm. i mean like there's not a gp in the country is going to tell anybody not to go and do a couch no, to 5k program definitely not, no. unless you know there's underlying issues yeah, there yeah. you know um so <clears throat> so yeah i mean look, look check us out on race couch to 5k by all means but there are other 
clubs and, and uh, Couch 5K programs out there, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I'll even vouch, like, it, I think it was definitely... It was, it was you that gave me back my love of running. I, I ran a lot when I was younger, as anyone did. It was all that was around, I suppose, running clubs and that, and then fell out of love with it. But since I met you, we've been clocking up the miles again. So, um, yeah. And I do many other things, and I sort of skip other things now to go running, which I'm really enjoying. So, But it's what I tell with most people. If you don't enjoy it, don't bloody do it. <laughs> so if some, you know, my... What do you, if people don't like running? Would you advise them to bloody do it? Or? Well, you see, Chris, I think it, it, that's a good point. Like, if, if if you don't like it, don't do it. That's great. But I think the problem with people are running, and I think some people don't like it before they even try. Yeah, yeah. They you take, know, they convince themselves they're not going to like. And they convince themselves they they don't like it. And you know, running is not. It's not all about like pace, time, PBs. I have to be that quick. I have to be this. But it is if you want it to be. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be. And um Yeah, so Chris, as I was saying, like you know, running is yeah, it's of many forms and it doesn't have to as I say, it doesn't have to be about pacing time, all that stuff. It's uh, you can just get the trainers on and get out around to the forest or, or anywhere. Um uh, and clear the head yeah. it's a great clear yeah. the head you know it's a great to clear the head and uh, yeah look people should not knock it before they, they give it a whack you know give it a whirl well that's the beauty of it I mean you can you can do it anywhere you can lace up a pair of runners and go out your back and, and head off anywhere like it's 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 such a simple form of, of going for exercise I'm not saying it's, it's tough when you when you start yeah. doing it but um, there's no gym memberships involved there there's no you know you can just go and start running and do it on your own and at your own pace um, which is, I think, what I like about the running. So, um, so what's next for Ray Cass and um, you've you've a good few things lined up. Um, well, <coughs> these are kind of lined up before the hundred. The only my main goal for the year, obviously, was the hundred miler. You know, stay alive <laughs> after, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and recover well. So I am in the process of of recovering and getting myself back together mm. and the whole lot. You know, um, a nice few miles the last couple of weeks, which is good, and which I self again today. Um, so I'm actually I'm actually uh, at the weekend I was pacing the Dublin Half Marathon, which went really really well back in the Phoenix. Uh, excuse me, the Phoenix Park. Uh, I'll be back in the Dublin Marathon again this year, pacing. I think I'm on the 440 group, mm -hmm. so I've paced Dublin now. This will be my third year, mm -hmm. uh, which is an absolute look. We'd be biased anyway. It's a cracking event. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great event. Three um, dubs. <laughs> yeah. So just to be part of just to be part of that setup alone, I don't know how long it'll last, but to be a pacer in your national marathon is something I'm really really proud yeah, of. You absolutely, know. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, but the week before that, you do remember. Kenmare quest at the start of the year where you kind of challenged me to go and do that which I think simply because there was bikes involved yeah so anyone, Ray hates bikes <laughs> so I, I challenged him at the start of the year we, we take part in a the quest series so it's it's running i told ray to be loads of running <laughs> i think there was about 5k and the up rest a hill. Was up a hill and the, yeah and the rest was on a bike for the rest of the day so i got loads of, i got cursed at the whole way around the course for just being on a bike so he told me he'd get me back so um uh, he he can explain what his his redemption is. I mean, uh, coming soon. <laughs> I actually think I got it twofold because the main one I was looking for was for you to do Dublin. Mm. That would have been that would have been it, you know. But, so we're in Dublin. Yeah, so we're we're in for Dublin. But the thing was, I seen this sort of thing coming up when I was thinking about payback, and it was the <laughs> it was the Garmin Morn skyline. Yeah. <laughs> so this thing is a, it's thirty five k, 
and I know listening you'll probably think I should raise run 160k yeah. this would be no problem but the, 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 the thing is <laughs> it's up around the Marne Mountains and it, it goes around the forest five highest peaks yeah. in the Northern Ireland. Hitting the highest one twice and Steve yeah. dotted up it uh, twice. Something like that. And I think there's a bus on 20k for the people who want to drop out. <laughs> I'll be on that. <laughs> <laughs> but I done that out of, I don't know, devilment, I it suppose. Because when, we, when you had the, the, the timeline was real quick when you had the book out, it'd be sold out and I said, right, we do that. Now, I can safely say, myself and Chris don't have no business <laughs> being on the start line of that event. But that's where we're going. But the big one, obviously, for myself is pace and Dublin. For yourself is Dublin. I know, yeah, I know you, Dublin you have a few things uh, you want to achieve. But for myself going forward, um, the confidence I get uh, doing the 100 mile mm. is, is massive. No, you know, I can, you know, it's not that long ago. I was not I just short. Of 17 stone there you go, yeah. and now I'm running 100 miles after 100 you know? marathons so nobody anybody that comes into my couch the 5k program that says oh but I can't do that yeah that hits straight away with but now we can and we, we are we're going we're going to see this thing out you know uh, it's, it's building blocks and if you, if you build the blocks right you'll, you'll do it right you know well that's it that's great because like you could have a lot of people that see you now I suppose before we finish and, and they say ah he's been doing that all his life you know or like he's always been fit but like to hear your, your story in the back there that you, you only and this has only gone back as far as 2013 when you sort of kicked off with the running yeah, yeah so well, anybody can when I started the running Chris when I went up to Bellustown that, that evening I went up um, my initial thing what I wanted to do was walk around the first loop yeah but I got about 10 or 15 yards. Oh, sorry, when I said the first loop, the only loop I was doing that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but when I got to the, when I got about 10 or 15 yards into it, I said, come on, right, you, you, you didn't do walking. You, are, you, you can do better than this, mm. you know. Not better than this, but you can run, you know. But when your confidence is shot to pieces. I mean, if there had been a couch to 5K going around the place when yeah, I went yeah. at then, it'd have, been, it'd have been hard to get down, but I would have got down. Yeah. Um, so to get started now for people, it is a slight bit easier, you know. So, and I know if you feel knocked and your self-esteem is on the floor and all that, there it does just open yourself up to give it a shot. Mm. You know, open yourself up to give it a shot. And, well, I certainly wish, I wish everybody the very best if they do decide to take on a challenge like a couch 5k or, or or anything like that you know? yeah and i think it's it's much better like the people that do it with you now and anyone i speak to like they can they know you can relate to there so if someone's coming to you so unhealthy overweight you've been there so yeah. it's not like they're coming to this trainer who's been fit all his life never been unfit so like you don't they don't know and as I, much as yeah, you know I, look i'm no no i'm no nutritionist chris or happening like that you know it's just my my whole thing about losing the weight was yeah, I've done a few um, uh, Weight Watcher things mm. and then Operation Transformation when they came around. I, I jumped into them, I done them. Uh, but it was a mix. It was a mix of yeah. watching the food, of getting out and, you know, running. It's, and I wasn't doing big stuff then. When I was losing the weight, I was doing very, very little stuff, yeah. you know. Um, uh, so, but again, it comes back to confidence, you know, and self-belief. When, you, when the confidence comes, the self-belief comes. And that's when you start picking stuff and challenging yourself. Mm -hmm. And some, some people get faster, get quicker, and you really, really go on to do great things. And other people are happy to do what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And as long as they're doing it, that's, that's the main, most important that thing. That is the main thing. Once they're happy with doing it, well, I think we got everything here. Um, I really enjoyed that, actually. And uh, thanks for jumping on the podcast with me today, Ray. No and I'm sure the listeners will get something out of that as well. Um, and I wish you the best in all the 
future events we're going to do. Actually, I wish me all the best in the bloody things, but um, yeah. I'll get you back. We'll think you of some must, other. You must tell me about them, yeah. Well, no. not, not just yet, but no, thanks, thanks yourself. And of course, I mean, when I when I rang you and spoke to you about jumping on board with the 100 mile last year, you were in straight away and you said, yeah, I want, I want to be in on that. And to yourself at, at the time for that and uh, the few other businesses that were around. Thanks yeah. very much. No worries. All right, and uh, that's it, folks. So I hope you enjoyed that, and we will catch you again for the next episode. Okay, bye-bye. Oh, yeah. Then actually say an, an interviewer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's peeled back.